Bezat Hashem Yibarach, a daily bitachon chizuk, Wednesday morning, my friends, uh, last Wednesday of the year. Bechazday <coughs> Hashem, we're here, we're working on a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, my friends, and these are very, very holy days, guys, please, we can't miss it. This, the month of Elul, forget it. Ani dodi vedodi li, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is like, he has his ear, kavyachol, right next to your mouth. Okay, and we have to realize, my friends, everybody has needs. We speak to people all the time. Everybody has custom-made situation, whether it be panasa or health or shiduchim, whatever it may be. The person who's about bitahon, meaning he lives with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He knows with the clarity that everything is in Hashem's hands. Hashem only does good. So now when the challenge pops up in his life, he knows what to do. You understand? He goes straight to Hashem. You take all that nerves and fear and all that and you direct it to Kodesh Baruch Hu. Remember, we learned it here before, my friends. The opportunity for bitahon, the opportunity for tefillah, tshuva, all those things, the most effective way to confront it and overcome any fear you have is be relying on Hashem. Reminding yourself all the time. You got to bang it into your head, guys, because our head is stuffed up with schmutz. Remind all the time your brain that Hashem loves everyone. He loves me. And the best time to do that, to build the bitahon, is when you're afraid of something. Situations, guys, that Hashem sends to us, the Chavot of all writes this, that cause us fear or, uh, you know, uh, get nerves and worried or no, that's the precious opportunity to exercise the bitahon. That's the way you're gonna build yourself up. So whatever challenge or problem confronts you, that's the opportunity Hashem gave us to get to the next level. You got it? We're climbing a ladder. But in the meantime, in the meantime, a person's supposed to be happy and tranquil. The Chavotovot writes, Habotea Ba'ashem, Yasig To'elet HaMamon, he writes this in the Peticha, I'll explain it. The one who places his reliance and trust in Hashem, he'll gain the benefit of having money, meaning he'll always have a steady income to sustain him and his family and whatever he needs. Remember, the problem is, guys, we don't believe it. That's why it doesn't happen. We don't believe that Hashem's reliable. Rabbi Bloch said once, he gave over a mashal of a, we can't go into the whole story, I'll just say it quick. A guy's in a small town and there's one guy there with a car. Right, and his business is crashing, and there's one guy in another town that he has to take a plane to that can help him out. He calls this other guy up, and he says, listen, uh, please, I'm relying on you. I need a lift to the airport. Nobody has a car but you. Please, I'm gonna be waiting for you 10 o'clock in the morning to pick me up, and he hangs up the phone. Now, he didn't ever wait for the guy to say yes or no. He's just, so the guy's on the corner with his whole heart waiting for the guy to come. He's looking, and the other guy turns over in his bed and said, forget about it. The guy's looking up and down, getting on top of the suitcases. He's coming down the road. The guy doesn't come, no lift. That's called an avla. It's not a sin, it's an avla. It's an injustice. The HaKadosh Baruch Hu does not do injustice. We say it in his Moshele Shabbat at the end. Tzuri, Hashem is my rock, he doesn't do an avla. If you call Hashem and you tell him, you don't have to pick up the phone, Hashem, I'm relying on you. And again, it's not the physical, it's the heart. Two people can have the same dire situation, guys. Remember, it's not the situation or the grave gravity of the situation that will cause you to get your Yeshua, no. 
It's not two people can be deathly ill and one guy can get the Yeshua and one guy can't. If you rely with all your heart and you really tell Hashem, I'm relying on you and you give it up and you're waiting on the corner with your bags, he won't let you down. That's guaranteed. Again, we have to believe it. So just remember that. Put that in your pocket. It's not the situation if a guy's in a very bad situation, right, guys? It's not the situation that's going to go to him that's going to cause him to get the bailout. No. It's your heart if you are relying on Hashem only. That's what's going to happen. Now, getting back to what we were just reading, when he says that he'll have a steady stream of income, etc., he said, Hamamon vahatmadata da'aga, he won't have. He will be spared of another wealthy person's preoccupation of managing his money and constant worry. Just don't forget the little old Sefer Pekavot. What are you talking about? I want my Hasin. What do you mean? I want homes. I want, well, I want it. It's okay. You could want it. And you'll do the right thing with it. So what's the difference here? Why does it say many possessions, many worries? Because like nine out of 10 people, Hashem should forgive me, uh, who are not Boteach and Hashem 100%, they'll have worry. I speak to them all the time, so I don't need proof. Yeah, wealth, the picture looks unreal. Come and get it, I built a $20 million house, everything rolling. If you are not subservient, if you don't mevatel yourself, nullify yourself, that you're a nothing, and I'm a recipient of a Kadosh Baruch Hu, which the on me, oh, then you won't have any worry. Fakir, you'll be thanking. But this guy is beset with constant worry, anxiety, preoccupation. The guy's head is a basket case. The guy's head is filled with every kind of deal in the world. He's sick. He needs to be unwind. Remember, we used to get the, the rope. You're getting a big knot there to unwind it. But a person's botech and Hashem, oh, he has a beracha because he doesn't look at what he has as if he made it. So he has nothing to worry about. It was a gift from Hashem. So I'm out. You got it? This is a very fa- a fundamental yesod. And the Ruach Chaim brings it down, my friends, of Chaim Velazhen, when he tries to stim this. It says, Ezuhu Ashir, who's the rich man? The one who was happy with his lot. Okay, guys? And then you have to deal with the other thing. Yesh Matayim, a person who has 101 to two, and many possessions, many worries. How do you deal with that? Here's the prescription, pay attention. Rav Chaim Belodjan explains, when a person suddenly makes a great fortune, the guy's ecstatic, the guy, forget about it, right? Okay, after a short time, you know how he gets used to the money, you know, we know the feeling, and the excitement slowly fades away, you sick, ingrate, my sale, better God, these people, Hashem should pity them. As more time passes, he doesn't even consider himself wealthy. And now he wants even more. So he's working harder. And these guys, so he's went down the tubes. But, look what, look what he writes here. But one who understands that every dollar that he has comes from Hashem, and it can be taken away at any moment, right? Because something can happen, God forbid. The excitement never dissipates. It never stops. Why? Why? Every moment that Hashem allows him to retain his wealth and beracha, health, children, wife, is a reason for celebration. Such a person is so happy and thankful. That's what he's doing in the street, guys. Yeah, yeah. He's walking down Madison Avenue. He's walking on Ocean Parkway. That's what he's thinking about. He's so thankful. Thankful. He doesn't care about tomorrow. That's a wealthy man. 
a person who's thinking about how and where, it, listen, we're human, but when you get into that mode of knowing it's he's pulling the strings, my loving, caring father, and the reason the Chavot and Levavot told us in the second Perek, all those seven Tenaim, right, that Hashem loves you as compassion, he knows what's best for you, he's working on answering your request, whether you deserve, whether you don't deserve, it's all there, guys, you just got to live it, and you can't live it unless you think it. So if I don't think about it during the day and walk around thanking and appreciating, it's down the tubes, the waste. So a person with this attitude, Bitahon's not a substitute. If I don't make it, then I'll go to Hashem. No, that person has a peace of mind. He has more peace of mind. So when you rely on Hashem, you'll never lack and you need not worry. That's the advantage over somebody who's in another Pasha. And to close off today, Bezat Hashem, Bezchut Arabim, that the feedback is amazing that we're getting. I can't, I, stop, I can't stop thanking Hashem if we can make a Hashem Shemaim. But guys, we're coming for Rosh Hashanah. Everybody's working on themselves. Let me give you a little tip, okay? Rabbi Saul Santa said it. The biggest work is the bitahon. Why? Because what's, what's Rosh Hashanah? Tamlichuni Alechem. Hashem, you're accepting and naming Hashem King of the world. The only way to do that is to realize you're nothing but a recipient. Once you do that, ah, Hashem says, wow, my children, they, they get it. That I'm the one who's giving him everything. When we get there, the life is different. I can tell you right now. It's a walk in the park. There's no jealousy. Whatever it is, it's nothing for me. God bless him. You want to take his whole package? You want to take his wealth and not shall not buy it and problem with it? You want to take it? Now, I don't want no one's package. God bless everybody. Beat the horn takes away jealousy. You look at someone with a good eye. God bless him. I'm busy. Thank you for what I have. Let's be zochet to go over the concepts. Work it. In these days, Hashem's here for us, guys. You have siyat deshmaya, special help from heaven. And sing Hashem praises and walk around the street thanking not complaining, and you'll see better half than that. Have a wonderful day.